I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, everybody. Jeremy here again. A little pre-episode announcement. Um, uh, Just wanted to give a little shout-out to everybody who's supported us so far on Patreon. Um, our Patreon is doing really well. It's, it's feeling good. Um, and for those of you who aren't aware of what that is all about, basically it is a crowdfunding platform that we use to, uh, help keep this podcast sustainable right now. We don't have any sponsors and, uh, you know, that's the way that we're able to keep this, uh, project running. Um, and If you do head on over to our Patreon page, which you can find at www.patreon.com slash sickboy, you'll see a whole bunch of uh, really great perks there, Um, exclusive episodes that uh, that don't go to air on iTunes or any other platform, Um, unaired conversations that me and the, the fellas have had, Um, exclusive content like photos and videos, stuff like that. Uh, but one thing I want to announce, because even some of our Patreon listeners might not know this, uh, if you become a, a patron, so that's, uh, that's uh, you know, donating or subscribing or whatever, whatever the term is, uh, with $1 or more, so any of our patrons, um, not only do you get first dibs on our live show tickets, got a live show coming up soon in April, I believe, but you also get 10% off uh, all of our merch on our sh- on our store. So if you're looking to get a little deal on some Sick Boy merch, uh, head on over, check out our Patreon page. It would mean the world to us. Um, and for those of you who are already supporting us, we absolutely love you. Um, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do the trips that we do, like the one we took to Toronto, which this episode is going to be. And we're talking to our friend Emily uh, with a cleft palate in Toronto. And holy shit, this gal made me laugh. Uh, Hope you enjoy the conversation. And see you guys next week. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Emily. She has a cleft palate. Let's talk about it. Uh, We're speaking, just butchering jokes from us. We now. are We're yeah, talking to our guests. I know. Speaking Ooh. of uh, motherfuckers, uh, what's up, Emily? Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Whoa, yeah. whoa. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, I was reading the audience. I, yeah. I, I feel like you could take it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you? What are you here to talk to us about? Uh, I'm here to talk about my cleft lip and palate. Cleft palate. Yeah, man. Uh, I, you're. I, you know what? I, I think I know one other person in my life who has or or like had a cleft palate. Can you say had? Um, you always have it, but it gets repaired. Right, repaired. still I still consider myself as having one. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know a whole lot of people uh, like, and I don't really know much about cleft palate. Here, all right. Here's what I what I'm assuming is happening here. Yeah. 
there's some there's some sort of deformity on the upper palate of like the inside of your mouth, but yep. also within like maybe in your sinuses. So it's essentially it depends. It can go kind of there's different degrees. So there's like lip palate, and it can be a hard palate or soft palate, and it can be all three. I've got all three. It goes from like it, like my nose all the way to the back of my throat. Like you know the thing that drops at the back of your throat, your uvula. Yeah, the hangy ball split in half. What? Oh, yeah. whoa. Can we see that? Yeah, if you, if you got a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a photo of it. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Whoa! Huh? Oh, uh, that's, oh shit! That's it's cool. really small. It's like little two little yeah. nubs. Yeah. So pull that so, mic right up to your face. Okay, yeah. Sorry. There. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. It, um, <laughs> so you know, there's a scar on my lip, and then it, there's like a rift in the top of my palate, and it goes all the way back. And it's the most common craniofacial deformity that kids have. I think it's like one in one thousand live births. Like it's pretty common. Hmm. Um, there's three hundred thousand people born every day. Well, you know. So isn't that crazy? How many people is that? 300 people? Yeah, 300 yeah, people. Yeah, it's pretty Born common. every day with it. Yeah, so it's like, it's not... <laughs> Thanks, math. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> Jesus, not... that was like, how did you just whip that out? Rain man about congenital defects. We did that with 300,000 people. <laughs> 300 cleft palate. <laughs> I don't know how I knew that. It just came through me. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus spoke through me. Blessed all of you. <laughs> Blessed day. God Blessed bless. day. <laughs> So yeah, this is really <laughs> uh, blessed day. Yeah. This is really God. hell yeah, hell yeah, blessed day. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, bless, yeah, bless all of you. Bless the Holy Father. We're uh, we're just not off to a great start right now. Oh yeah, so, uh, this is one of my favorite starts. This is great. Let's uh, let's get it all together and make this much more serious. Um, so so you were born. It's you were born with it. It's yeah. not something that happens through um, like trauma or anything like that. It's something that you just come right come out. into the world and you're like, well. My there's a deformity in the like structure of my face and yep. my skull. Yeah. Uh, is it is it bone? Is it like bone or is it it's everything involved? It can like, be mine. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, there's a gap between my teeth right mm. there. There was like a rift in this bone. One of my surgeries was to repair that. Like the bone in my gum was like not actually fused. Oh wow! It's just like a rift right through the center of my face, essentially. So, like when you're born, like your sinuses are open. So, like the roof of your mouth just open into your sinuses. Like if you're if your oh, really? head wait mm-hmm. all babies no or mine. you yeah okay. <laughs> I was oh, like, Whoa, I was when like, one of us okay. one of us so mm-hmm. so if your right. head was a Death Star, Luke Skywalker would fly down that rift to like blow into it up, my right? sinuses and straight into my brain. Exactly. Of yeah. course. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly how it would Again, be done. Yeah. What, you know, it's earlier, earlier we were recording with somebody else and uh, Brian opened his mouth to say something. <laughs> and I, I sat there going, this is going to be dumb. But then he said something and I went, well, wow, that was actually a really great analogy. And then, uh, and then we were sitting here just now, like a couple seconds ago. Brian opened his mouth to say something, and I was like, "This is going to be really great." And then it came out of his mouth, and I went, oh, "Wow, fine. that was dumb." <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to keep you guessing. <laughs> You're doing a good job. <laughs> um, so, when you were born, um, obviously you don't remember any of this stuff. But um, is is was it something that was like? It's. I guess it's pretty obvious on the onset. Like you come out and it's like, okay, well, yeah. Uh, did your parents know before you were born? No, oh. no. Uh, I think nowadays with modern ultrasound, you could probably tell, but it was the '80s and no one was really doing those high tech ultrasounds. So I popped out. 
my mother is a neonatal intensive care unit nurse, so, like, she knows about all this stuff. So I pop out, and they're like, oh, this is happening. And my dad was like, ah! And she's like, no, it's fine. It can be fixed. Like, right away. It's like, yeah. as soon as they see Oh, yeah. Like, no, there's, like, my lip was open. Right. You know? It's right. pretty obvious. Because that split would be, like, would it yeah, be right up to your I, nose? Yeah, right. This hole right here is just, like, kind of looked like I was had a massive sneer, you know? Yeah. I How guess lo- it would be pretty intense for, like, parents yeah, to dude. see. Yeah, like, actually. I mean, I've, I'm, I don't plan on having kids, but I feel like if I had a kid um, and the baby came out and I saw that, I would I would like it, it's one of those things where I, I when I see and I, I, I'm, I feel like I might regret saying this or I, if I say I don't want this to come across the wrong way. But, um, you know, when like, you know, when those commercials, those like infomercials come on about whatever, like abused dogs or yeah. or like like children in Africa and it like makes you feel that like, Oh fuck my heart. Like this, this like makes, this hurts me. I, I feel that same way when I see photos of children with cleft palates, (laughs) not because I go, not because I, I think that it's the reason I feel that way is because I go, Oh, that, that must be really challenging to deal with growing up. Right, like for as a child and and a and a young teen to have a deformity in the face, that must be like I had the worst acne as a teenager, and for me that caused that I'm still going through like major insecurities in my own my own like personal life because of that. And so when I see something like that, it makes me go like, oh fuck, like I want I don't want well, I don't you, want that like I want a little guy or little gal to on that topic. That. I want to ask a couple questions. I Sorry I, if that I, sounded really no, fucking dumb. No, no, it dumb, totally makes like, sense. I actually wanted, I wanted to kind of get, <laughs> I wanted to ask this question a little later, and, and I'll just, I'll just say what it is, and we can talk about it in, in more in depth later. But on that topic of like, uh, first, a, how old are you when you, um, when you are able to get surgery? Is it a right away thing? Mm. The second thing that I want to just bring up later, just so we all kind of know about it, is that idea of these commercials of of children with cleft palates in other cultures and third world countries, especially. I just watched um, a, a, like 30 minutes of this. Uh, it was like a documentary slash info a show about. I thought, we're gonna, I thought you were going to say you just watched 30 minutes of infomercials about <laughs> that. About, and I was like, about dude, I, like. Cleft palate surgery in the US. Like, you can get surgery no, for. No, just like those sad four easy payments. Like, <laughs> no, I thought you were just watching those sad, like, advertisements about. No, no. And I was, it was like, like, wow, you really have. Uh, I don't know something really sick about you, dude. And we should no, I'll just finish it. my thought. So um, uh, it was, it was about uh, it was about children in the Philippines uh, specifically that have cleft palates, and like because of their because of their like heavily entrenched Christian culture, uh, and like their and their lack of uh, access to like global information. Um, when a kid is born, the mother is shunned because. It's like you sin, so you created a, a child with. Oh my god! Really? And, yeah, and the, kid, that- the kids are like majorly ostracized. I, I just wanted to talk about that. I wanted to link that later to like you growing up, yeah. more so than right now. But well, let's let's take it back to your first question. So you come out, yeah. Uh, your mom's like, nah, it's cool, it's fixable. Your dad's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, how soon after your birth are they like? Well, we have to start. Um, we have to start working on this. So most of the major repairs are done in the first year. They did the lip first because it's just easier. Um, so they did that 
I'm, like in the first couple months, they fix my lip. So like by Christmas, when I have pictures taken, like it's, I'm all sewed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a couple of months later, they do the palette work because it's harder. Um, mostly they just want you to be slightly larger. So it's an easier thing to work with because mm-hmm. like that's right. the major challenge. It's not complicated surgery. It's just a tiny mouth. Mm. So then it's really that's pretty easy surgery. Like. In the you know grand, grand scheme, scheme of things, yes. can there yeah. be challenges with like breathing? Oh, and absolutely, like, yeah. yeah. Lots of there's you know some people have to have to have revisionary surgeries because of nasal issues. It's funny they like always are concerned about kids breathing through their nose when they talk. So like this mm-hmm. is something I was looking for with me. Like they think I talk nasal because of my surgery. No, I'm from Western New York. This is how we talk. <laughs> and they like they would like put a mirror under my nose. I'm like, no, that's just her accent. Like, she's fine. Um, but yeah, so sometimes they have to go back when you're like five or so and like fix some sinus stuff. I didn't have problems there. And then there's also problems with your eustachian tubes. Like a lot of kids lose their hearing as well. I'm not really sure what oh, the connection is, but what's, it's like what's eustachian? That's like the your ear tube, oh, you know, like okay. the tube where your ear fluid is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was born with an ear infection and I had kinda, them I throughout get, childhood. I get that though because like when I get sinus infections, yeah. um, my ears might get like really plugged up or whatever. And, yeah, it's, and, all, and, yeah. it's all connected. Yeah. 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 And if you blow, if you plug your nose, I used to do this when I was uh, a kid. I would like go underwater and like plug my nose and close my mouth and like blow really hard and try to get air to come out of my eyes. Yep. Sometimes it would just end up coming out of my ears. It was, yeah. Out of your eyes? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You can blow yeah. air out of, out of, out of the like corners of your eye. eyes. It yeah. feels really weird. Fun crazy. Dude, people can, people can like stick string through their oh, eye and out, out oh. their, like from their nose See, to I would their excel eye. at this if they hadn't sewed my palate up. I could Those just, fuckers. They, like, they take they, stuff they, out of my nose all the time. Yeah, they totally stole. My sideshow act. Yeah, that's right. My brother used to hide pens up his nose. Oh, Jesus. I know, right? Normal. That's fucking dangerous. Not the yeah. whole pen. Dude, he would take out the inside, like the ink Ugh. cartridge part, oh, and he would put it Christ, all the way up his nose. Dennis, don't do that. And, I, and <laughs> If I mean, you're still doing that today, dude. All the way. I know like, you're listening to way. this. If you're still doing that, stop. It's not good for you. I love yeah. the facial expressions of all the people that are in this room that aren't on the recording <laughs> that are just, that just like scrunch their eyes up and went like, oh, Jesus. Oh, it, it's a, visceral. It makes your sinuses kind of hurt. When he you was poking mm-hmm. his brain for sure. <coughs> and letting I, ink leak out into his brain. That explains a lot. Um, so it, within the first year, they, yeah, they, they do the major repairs like the lip and the palate. They sew that stuff up. It's good to go. Um, so, yeah, there was I know it was definitely... I was old. I was like almost a year when they fixed the palate. Cause my mom talks about me like squirting oatmeal out my nose because like <laughs> essentially anything you eat would just come, come straight right out because like you know your, your sinus cavity is open essentially. Yeah. Are there complications with breast breastfeeding? Uh, I was bottle fed, so I mean it depends upon the kid. It's definitely harder, which is a big reason why it's a problem in the third world. Is like right. that's the major like the thing is it's mostly cosmetic. The only thing like the birth defect is. The thing it affects is eating. Like, that's the major right. thing. So kids can have a hard time eating and can therefore die of malnutrition if they aren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they don't have the repair. I obviously do not suffer from that situation. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so you you uh, you go through this, this process, this surgery. Uh, and you start to, you know, develop as a little human. You you start to walk. You start to talk. Um, do you remember? Do you have a, like an earliest memory of being like, oh, my my facial facial structure is different? I feel like for the most part, when you're born with something, 
it's so not an issue until someone else brings it up. Right. And like all kids are bullied. So yeah, it was funny. It's funny the things that like when I was a little kid, like in elementary school, this really mean girl used to make fun of how I had stars on my face, which is like not a bad thing. It was just like she would make fun of my stitches, but like that was her concept of it. Is like oh, someone right. had like stowed or sewn like star shapes onto me. And I'm like thinking back, I'm like, that could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, I guess, but it never, I didn't have a complex about it. I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I've got some facial scarring. Um, but then I had another surgery when I was seven. And that's kind of when I was first kind of cognizant that like, Stuff was, you know, I was at doctors a lot as a kid, and they tried to do orthodontia on me when I was like three years old. And What's stuff. that? Orthodontia, yeah. like, uh, like oh. braces. I got braces when I was like two and a half. Whoa! And then yeah, like right. they were like, "This is really dumb," and they stopped doing that. And I'm like, "Yeah, that makes because sense. your face is growing so rapidly." Yeah, no, moving a ch- and my teeth had not fallen out yet. Whoa. Like they were moving teeth that were going to come yeah. out of my head anyway. Whoa! Um, this seems <laughs> grossly underthought. Was yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> was it though, or was there like a were, were they kind of like, well, if we do this now. When her adult teeth come in, they they actually won't be so fucked. I think that was the thought process, but they gave up on it pretty quick. I think they were like, yeah, this might not really be worth it, especially because right. I'm getting to the next surgery I had. My jaw wasn't fused, like I was saying right there. So, like, moving stuff around, if the bone's not solid, yeah. you're just kind of... I'm really... I'm, I'm picturing the, the orthodontist, like, talking to each other, and they're like, yeah, we could try braces. Yeah, braces would be a great idea, and they put them on, and then they're like... Oh yeah, aren't these teeth gonna fall out? Like, oh yeah, you're right. We can just take them <laughs> I off. know like, it was. Yeah, well, it does sound like something well, they didn't think of. And here's, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to start anything political. I am an American, so I think they might have just been milking my parents' insurance there Ooh, a little true. bit. Yeah. You know, yeah, they wow. definitely were. That was exactly what was. Yeah, <laughs> might have been. I'm just kidding. I'm speculating, but yeah. possibly. Um, <laughs> is there? Uh, is there? Was there ever a financial burden being from the U.S.? No, or? my father always had. to good job yeah we were very blessed and i happened to be born in a town that had a unbelievable cranial facial pediatric team so oh. i was really lucky sweet are you from buffalo you. i'm from rochester okay but i was born in atlanta that's neither here or there but yeah rochester uh, atlanta is somewhere yes but i mean like kind of inconsequential. <laughs> so do you like the bills <laughs> or the falcons i am not a f- real football fan if i had to see anyone i'd go the lions because i'd like an underdog you don't want to wear this hat right now no okay. see this is the thing rochester and buffalo are arch rivals because oh. we're just like who's the better of the terrible like we, well, until you get your own football team, yeah, I guess Buffalo, Buffalo kind of yeah, wins. I know. They've we used got... to get uh, Fox Rochester yeah. in uh, Halifax. Yeah, that's, that, right. that's our that was our Fox growing up. Like yeah. Fox Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say it like that. They, no. well, they totally do. did. Yeah. On the, on the, they would be like, hey, they didn't Fox, say Rochester. Fox Rochester. They would. I remember. I remember growing up being like, where the fuck is Rochester? I remember them always being like <laughs> Fox Chester. That's not the accent. It's, they don't Ro- say, it's, it's like a hard A in Rochester. There's. They don't drop an R like yeah, Boston, but right. it's okay. Exaggerate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rochester. Rochester. Yeah. Um, so when you were seven, you said you went through some uh, some more surgery. Yeah. So I was had that a, cosmetic or what was going on there? So the my jawbone wasn't fused, which can cause some real issues with shifting and like you know that's it's not good to have unfused bone. So they. Uh, I I had a bone graft. Yeah, (laughs) you don't say. Yeah, so they chopped basically like the you know the ridge of my hip off. Like if you you know you have you've got two ridges of your hip. I only have one. They like made it into a bone paste and like packed it into my jaw. 
Oh shit, dude! I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> did they say fee fi fo fum before they ground your bones into I was unconscious. <laughs> oh, okay. But I hope so. Um, that was like in as far as surgery goes. Again, it, was, it shouldn't have been a big deal, but they hit a nerve in my leg, and oh, I shit. was not able to walk for a while, like three weeks, not that long, but like that's a long time yeah, to for be a like seven year old. Oh, I can't walk. Yeah. That's basically like ten years when you're seven. Oh my god, it was. It was like I lost a summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, was it in the summer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. Fuck. That's when they do surgery for kids. It's always during vacation time. They never yeah. let you miss school. It's like when there's a storm on Saturday, oh, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Come on, give yeah. it to me on a goddamn Monday. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Friday's like kind of optimal because then you just get a long weekend. Yeah. Dude, everybody or gets Monday down on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Monday you get a long weekend too, but then you. But it's an unplanned long to, weekend. Yeah. You don't yeah. know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I had to roll my eyes at you on that one. Um, so, and that surgery, like, everything kind of went well, I guess, yeah, uh, aside um, from the Yeah, uh, other than that complication that left my leg, the side of my leg numb for, like, 15 years, which was pretty fun, because I got to, like, <laughs> it was my party oh. trick in high school, like, stabbing myself with pins. Oh, like, my God. I can't feel it. Yeah, and everyone's like, whoa, the girl with the cleft palate just stabbed herself. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get into this room! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, other than, I mean, it, all, the whole bone graft took, so that was great. My jaw is fused which is great, but Sweet. I couldn't walk for a while. So it was like, that's the surgery that had the most impact on my psyche as a kid because, mm. A, I was a cognizant human and I couldn't walk for a while and like mm. it was not great. At yeah. that point, did it start to um, like kind of have a uh, an effect on your on your mental in terms of like like social life you know like you you're 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 clearly sitting here like no problems talking about it you know yeah. talking about how like when you were a little kid and the girl was like oh the stars on your face and yeah. you're like shut up you know but like did, was there ever a point where you where you felt ashamed or like weird about the you know like the the shape of your your face or like as the, a kid Really? No, I have no like real memory of it being a thing. It really was more kind of in my teen years when yeah. more and more surgeries were suggested to me that I have turned down. We can get to that too. Those are pretty entertaining. Um, but as a kid, no, I mean, like, yeah, it was sucked that I couldn't walk and that people had to carry me around, but I kind of enjoyed that. I was like, ferry me, ferry me about the house. <laughs> um, With ferns, fans. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, and I kind of attribute that time to like, I never learned to ride a bike because like seven years old is kind of a really prime bike time and like prime. No, no way that some kid who's got major hip pain is going to be on a bike. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I never, I really don't, I never had a complex about it. You know, kids, it's, kids really don't care as much. It's really the expectations you have put on you as you get older. Yeah. Those kind of things. It's so like, what were those? Well, like when I, you, I just want to say too, before we get to that point, I feel like there's, there's this, um, level of like understanding or education that happens when you grow up with somebody who has something like cleft palate. Yeah. So like when you go to elementary school and there's somebody in your class when you're a kid who has some type of like visible um, difference to them. And and for me, it was almost like like race at, at the elementary school that I went to. Like I didn't know any um, black kids. And then I went to school with black kids and I was like, oh, those people look different than us. Mm. But I quickly learned that, oh, they're just other kids too. And even though they look different than me, then then that's okay. It doesn't make them different people, right? So you, you just become 
it's so normalized by the way that you grow up and the people that you're surrounded by. So yeah, I imagine kids don't that care. yeah, I imagine that the kids that you went to school with were like, oh, that that girl looks a little bit different. Okay, that's just who she is, mm. and then they grow up to learn that that's especially the way kids that it can is, ask right? questions and have those questions answered. They're like, hey, what's going on with her face? Like, mm. this is what's going on. They're like, oh, cool, and like go back to. But what then when doing. you school, but then you get to this age or, where yeah. you turn into a fucking asshole, asshole yeah. yeah, right, yeah. and not Fuck just yeah. you, but like pretty much ninety percent of of the kids turn into assholes because everyone's kind of jockeying for like position to be to be you know like they're, they're all like what's my status where where do i fit in this hierarchical hierarchical the first time oh thank you uh you know like where do i where hierarchy or higher is it hierarchical hier- is- hierarchical yeah thank you sweet that that works too right in yeah when you as an adjective uh but i was explaining it right where do i fit in, <laughs> in this, this hierarchy, hierarchy or where do i fit in this hierarchical Society. Um, society. Thank no, you. Not, <laughs> not totally right, but hierarchy would be just fine. We're cutting this. Uh, <laughs> so where do I fit in this world? Like, where do I fit in this? Uh, <laughs> now hierarchy I'm to, of life. No, to, yeah, thank you. That's a good. That's a good term. Hierarchy of it life. It only took us like thirty seconds to get it, but we're mm-hmm. good. Keep going. So where do I fit? You know, like where where do I? You 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 place so much pressure behind that that not only are you freaking out about it on the inside. You you automatically start fucking shitting on everybody else, right? And it becomes this like awful, awful cycle. Yep. Um, and I was definitely guilty of it in in junior high, especially oh, like living oh, with I. with you know CF. I think and, everyone should be homeschooled in junior high. Oh, like man, everyone should be fuck. taken away from each other and like given a good place to grow, and then they can re-enter society at age fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Did you face um, you know? So before we get into the 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 um, plethora of surgeries that they offered you, did you did you start to feel this sense of like dread or shame or confusion surrounding like your social life and your and your your um, your abnormality or or did that not only happen did that not not happen until they started saying, oh well, you can do this surgery and this surgery and this surgery I don't think that I mean Certainly, I'm sure it was cannon fodder for the bullies. But again, everyone treated everyone like shit regardless of what was going on mm. with them. So it may have been part True. of it, but there was another like eight things they could have made fun of me for. Right. You know, so I don't really ever feel like it was I, – I still – I don't have a complex about it. You Were know? you a bully? Um, I'm more of a bully now than I – I was kind of a meat kid and I've made up for it. Like, if anyone, How tall are you? Uh, 5'10". Yeah, like for, for, uh, for a lady, like – yeah. You, I I wouldn't want to fuck with you. Yeah, like it. Well, yeah. she's taller than you are. <laughs> she's taller than all three of us. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so not by much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm five nine, so whatever. <laughs> I feel like I I was a I was a bit of a, not a bully, but a bit of a like I I I was a bit of a bully probably in junior high, and then not so much in high school, and now with uh, this trifecta <laughs> relationship going on. Now I'm back to being a bully. Yeah. Or, or Jeremy and I are both bullies now again. 100%. Yeah, I hate I hate anybody who's weaker than me. I, uh, I'll squash you like yeah. a fucking bug. Out. Get yeah, in my way. And it's yeah. really, it really stays within the three of us, the whole bullying situation. It's really just Brian, uh, Jeremy and I that are bullies in this, mm. in this yeah, three people. Yeah, usually bullies like, no. Do you want to talk about it? 
It's, Are you being I think, held to I think, shut up, really? Ryan. I think shut up. They need to talk about their insecurities because they're just projecting their insecurities on me. <laughs> and I understand that they're dealing with things that they can't necessarily talk about. So I just let them project on me because it's better that it's me who understands rather than somebody else who who might snap back, right? I'm insecure about my inability to um, raise my body temperature in January to the, to the point where I don't need a jacket um, uh, in Canada. Okay, let's, re- let's rein it back in. Uh, so you don't have a complex about it, but you were saying that they were offering you these... This these- is like, yeah, in high school it started getting strange. My mom started, you know, I, we've talked about it a million times. She's like, I just wanted you to know all the options, but we started going to this doctor who was pressuring me into this crazy surgery. They're like, I want to take your face and, the same like, thing. off. Yeah. <laughs> this guy seemed like he got off doing weird surgeries that torture teenagers. Oh, God. So imagine it. You're was 16. It, was it Taylor's pediatrician? Is that who we're talking about right now? Oh, the, God. That's another story. Yeah. Don't go into that. Okay. We'll, we'll tell uh, you after. Cole's notes, my pediatrician uh, recently was arrested for uh, possession of child porn. Oh, my God. And he also, uh, and he also, he also mixed... He he mixed vaccinations together. He, his his theory was oh like, God. I'll just give you three vaccinations in one needle. The guy was just like, I'll do what I want. And that <laughs> and that turns out like years later, it came to light that that he did that to like to like between a certain period of time when he, in are you his part practice. of a class action lawsuit? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just a part of a bunch of people that had to get revaccinated. Oh, okay. yeah, right, fair enough. It's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I take it this uh, weird doctor was not him, no. but they probably went to the same school. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they're in the like let's see what we can do to kids. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're medical. buddies. Yeah. So they want what he wanted to do, and we went to a couple different doctors who were like pioneering the surgery. So essentially, it was like they wanted to. Basically break my top jaw, which I don't know how you do. Like, yeah, like how do you how you snap that part off? That's like really important part of your skull, and then move it forward <laughs> in traction. So I would essentially be in a halo, like a titanium halo, with like screws into my skull for nine months. So imagine being sixteen Whoa. years old, and then they're gonna put you in a titanium halo, and then you gotta go to school. Like I'm like I'm already trying to kill myself. Like, yeah. like Jesus you're gonna, Christ. And it, I kid you not, he had a book of like pictures of kids. He's like, look, this one got decorated himself up for Christmas. It was like a kid in like oh, a purple no. titanium halo. No, with, I was like, that's how he's selling yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He's got like it's tinsel like, okay, like around well, the. You're not gonna be able to take a shower for nine months. He's like, hey, well, you can be festive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you, have you seen great. the movie Mars Attacks? It's a great thing. You just put this big piece of glass over your halo and uh, paint your face. <laughs> Dude, Mars Attacks is one of my favorite movies it's ever. Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> a friend of ours was just in a halo. She she snapped a couple of her vertebrae in her neck, her seat, her Ooh. cervical vertebrae, and she. The crazy thing about the halo. Is that there's not even like a gasket around the screw that goes into no, you your look head? Like it just goes straight man. into yeah. your head. You can see it's just oh. like screw right in. It's, oh. it's crazy. crazy. And I was going to volunteer for this. Like, you know what? Something terrible happens. You gotta go through that stuff. I- Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. 
Did you see any of the um, photos or like evidence of what it what people looked like after sure. that process? Yeah, I and mean, was it dramatic? Oh yeah, because like I mean, I have a massive underbite, underbite yeah. huge, and the only way to fix that is like drastic, drastic surgery. Right. Okay. Um, but. I don't want anything that much. Like that's pretty intense. It's really intense. What is your uh, what is your underbite effect? Like uh, Okay, so this was the reason they weren't just selling it to me as cosmetically. They tried to convince me that I would have a hard time eating when I got older and I was like, I've managed this far. Like I don't <laughs> like what's gonna happen. They're gonna be like, Yeah, but you're gonna wanna take bigger bites. Yeah, you know? it's the like, burgers are just like, getting bigger are and bigger every at year. You when you and... eat corn. Like, do you really wanna <laughs> deal with that? Um yeah, no, it was just like it was I was like, I'm not seeing the benefits here, but they're always trying to convince you that like everything's going to be ruined if you don't have this massive surgery that's gonna right. buy them a new summer home. Yeah, um, right. Because it's these are doctors in the States who are yeah. getting paid for performing these surgeries. Totally. Yeah. So uh, then they tried to sell me on a nose job, which I'm kind of reconsidering. I am kind of starting to think I might have breathing problems. You have a nice nose. Are we, like it's a little crooked, Are we talking nose job or are we talking like a deviated, um, deviated septum? septum? But hey, man, while I'm at it. Hey, why not? Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I have actually had I had a deviated septum and I get, I've get i gotten, uh, I think it's five sinus surgeries now over my oh, life. Oh, yeah, wow. With pol- polyps in my sinuses. Yeah. Last time I went in, I came out and they're like, yep, so we removed the polyps. We did this, this, and this, scraped here, here, here. We put a little pocket here. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. And then they're like, oh, and we noticed. Did you ever break your nose? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And they're like, well, you had a really deviated septum. So we gave you a nose job. And I was like, sweet, free rhinoplasty. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what, like, but now I'm just like, can I find a surgeon in Toronto that'll play ball and, like, give me a, like, nicer nose, like, mm. while they're straightening <laughs> out? But that's, like, again, like, that's maybe someday just because i feel like i'm not sleeping as well as i could you know you breathing snore? wise yes mm. yeah me too i wonder but. if my nose is if i could be breathing better i broke my nose once and then i could have like it was broken by a person so i could have gone and right. and had it fixed for nothing yeah and i it was one of those things where i just like didn't get around to it I just was yeah, like, yeah, like uh, well, I could go get my nose fixed or I could go to McDonald's. Yep. Yeah, that was basically the choice. I was 20 years old and yeah. that's, or no, younger than that, 19 <laughs> and broke my nose. Like <clears throat> this little ridge right here. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have a face made for radio. <laughs> hey, I've got, I've got a multifaceted face. <laughs> um, so you didn't go with the rhinoplasty. No, didn't um, do that either. Uh, I gave him a consolation prize, though. I let him redo my lip. And when I, my original lip revision, uh, I had less upper lip, but not by much. Essentially, they called it a fixing my whistle deformity, which is hilarious. Um, Can you whistle? I used to be able to where they fixed it. Now I can't do it oh, as well. What? I'm getting back to it. So they broke get your there. whistle. But wait, did they fix it because you were talking and just you always talked with a whistle? No. I can't even do it. If you lick the back of the top of your, your lip, there's those two kind of like tendony things, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have that. They were there, but they weren't attached. So he went in and like reattached them. Mm. Uh, not a big surgery. I was kind of like, maybe he'll get off my case with this halo stuff if I let him do something. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is not the right way to approach Absolutely medical. Absolutely not. Yeah, do not. Like, when you're 16, don't let, don't, they shouldn't let me make my own health care decisions. Sound, it sounds, it, like, it, it oddly sounds like a situation where, like, you're hooking up with someone and they're, like, getting real horny yeah. and you're just like, okay, just, it, this, just yeah. grab my boob and then we'll be done with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of what it felt like. I was like, fine, you, you can do that. That seems like I can get it done over Christmas vacation. Like, yeah. you know, like, no one will notice. 
Were there any other uh, <laughs> any other procedures that they were offering? Or those or- were the major ones. They also were developing. I don't know. They might still be. They might. Someone might be doing this better now. The, the same kind of surgery, but without a halo. It would have the same kind of like. So the halo essentially like you kind of it's to move the jaw forward slowly so that bone will grow kind of like braces yeah or like you know when someone has like one leg that's short and the other they can like crack it and put that kind of screw Ooh, on the outside yeah. to like lengthen the bone mm. they they've developed a surgery where they crack <laughs> yeah, the top yeah. jaw and then there's screws inside your nose that they slowly like open uh, so that one would be less noticeable Jesus. than the halo, but still Is this still the same doctor bar. developing this? Uh, no, no. These are a bunch okay, of... Okay, because I was going to say, I think this I saw... This is Taylor's saw, doctor. Yeah. I saw a movie one. about this doctor where he um, he actually did some work where he took the uh, the mouth and yeah. he attached it <laughs> to another person's rear end. Oh, uh, It was called right. the human centipede. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that guy, uh, I think, went to jail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then got out. And did it again. Yeah, yeah and, and I actually, think a third, a third time. time. Again. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't think, I'm sure they met each other at professional conferences, but they're not the same guy. Yeah. Taylor's doctor, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He was like, hey, Some, been... like, island we don't know about in the Caribbean where they all go to, like, make up weird procedures. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't God. sound that far-fetched. I know. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, so, what, how has it affected your... Um, you know, coming back to social life and 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 not really having uh, any hangups about it. Yeah. Um, how has it or has it affected dating life? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I've only ever had it, so I don't know if I'd be getting more dates with it. With it, right. it. Sure. I feel like I mean, this is one of those episodes, and I and I kind of anticipated this um, before we started recording, but we've we've had like quite a few conversations with people who are are born with whatever they're dealing with, and. And we end up kind of learning that it it just really doesn't affect your life that much on on the whole as far as as far as like social interaction and, yeah. and and emotional interaction with other people just because it's all you've ever known and and you're comfortable with the way that you are because you've what lived like you this do? your entire well, life. Well, the thing is, like, if it wasn't a halo, I might consider it. Like, if it was a less invasive surgery, if I could go to sleep and wake up and just have a normal healing process, right. sure. I mean, why wouldn't nine I? Months. I mean, that's a shitload of major, time. major, and, like, super painful and weird and terrible and, like, you and know. you were 16? 16 when they were so, trying to sell this to me. And I now mean, it's just, like, I don't, I mean, it I think just seems like more trouble than it's worth. Especially yeah. with something that's not, like, it, it's mostly cosmetic. Exactly. Um, and it's not like limiting your life in, in other ways physically. So it's just kind of like, it's, it sounds like you're just like, well, no, this is just me and this is what I've dealt with. And, and that's totally cool. And I, I totally respect that too. And I think that it's great that it's, it's just, I mean, I'm sure that if I like lived a year in someone else's shoes, I might notice that I, you know, cause I have science issues and ear issues and stuff like that. Certainly it's affected me, but when you have no other reality, it's like, you're like, well, I mean, like, what am I going to do? Cry about it? No. Yeah. In that, in the situation where let's say, um, I mean, like they said, you might, uh, and and like you said, they, they could have been making, they could have been just exact exaggerating a future possibility to, to entice you to say yes to the surgery. Um, in the event that in like, how old are you now? 29. So, like, in the event when you're, like, 45 or 50 and, and you're, like, oh, shit, it's, like, getting hard to eat. And they're, like, hey, we could 
the window's still open. We could put this fucking halo on you. Is For that- sure. But here's the thing is like, I am not the first person in my family to have this. My great grandfather had one, which my father put together. Like after I was like, he was like to my mom, I think I was like, you know, a baby. He was like, I think my grandfather had one of those. Like back in the day, they couldn't <laughs> even do surgery. Like you wore yeah. a bridge plate, like, and he lived to be an old man and had a full life. I mean, do like, they, like yeah. do you mean like they put like, they put like a, f- filling in no it? basically like a, it was like dentures he wore like a denture plate to cover up the rift in his palate do they but did, did they do they yeah, fix the can, lip yeah that's what right. that's easier and then they put like a they put like a, a plate up there that like fits into it and then yeah, like, like protrudes it snaps the tooth over down. your teeth yeah yeah and then like just has like a you know like a crazy covering of your open sinuses what i and what i and because we've kind of gone through the um, the the whole scenario of you growing up and really not not facing like a, a you know like really crazy like uh, having to overcome like social challenges yeah. and stuff, which is amazing because I think that when you talk about something that is that is visual, um, not having to go through that is really is really fucking fortunate. Yeah. Um. Uh. And then I wanted to because the only thing that I've and this is what I was talking about earlier the thing that I wanted to bring up about um this thing that I saw. On um, it was it was a mini doc on um, basically doctors going over and volunteering to do these surgeries to do cleft palate surgeries in uh, the Philippines where there's like a like a like an, a weirdly high rate of cleft palates. Uh, kids yeah, because there's a lot born. of sinning women. Well, yeah. <laughs> so and so and the stigma is that not fucked though? Like it, it's like so it's 2017. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but access. Their access to information yeah. is so much farther behind the ours. Philippines, though, like, 2017 dude, years since what, dude? Okay, <laughs> yeah, since, no, since no, the no, since no, the Louis day stuff. of our Lord. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, and but so, like, the, hold on though, the Philippines, like the are, are they're not a, the Philippines isn't a third world country, dude. It's yeah. the it's the it's the it's the is it? it's, it's the yeah. distance. It's the well, uh, the yeah, gap of the wealth a, gap. Not wealthy. The poverty I gap is huge. It was that crazy. It's like it's like it'd be like India or like in Brazil, like where it's just yeah. like yeah. it's just not. There are massively wealth of wealthy people, of course, dude. Manny Pacquiao is from the Philippines. Guys, a fucking like billionaire and then there's people that live in uh in in super rural places with like makeshift houses and like in yeah. and these really tiny communities I suppose. and that's the thing that they're that they're that they were profiling where these really small communities where they, they you know they barely have access to clean water let alone internet and well that's the thing is like uh there is a genetic component to cleft lip and palates like they do kind of run families you do have a higher likelihood of having a kid that has it if it's in your right. family but there's a huge part of this environmental factors yeah. as well and so these kids would be, would be born and they would basically be ostracized in their communities because of their appearance. And, the, and there, is no, there is no doctor that's performing that surgery when you are born. So they grow up and, and these kids, they were profiling all these kids that were, you know, from basically like six, seven, eight years old to 12, 13 years old that hadn't had surgery yet and were, were finally getting access to these surgeries from these doctors that were flying in and, and performing them. And they talked to the mothers and it was like the mothers are shunned and, and their houses are, 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 are destroyed because people in the community think that these women have sinned or the, or the, or the, 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 the mother has sinned. And because she's committed sin, the, that she's been given this child with this cleft palate and like the, the torture, like literally the torture that yeah. they go through is unfathomable that this is happening somewhere whereas 
in our part of the world, right. it, you know, you could you pop out of the womb and they're like, all right, we'll fix that up. And yep. we, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it as it goes along. And, yeah. you know, you might face some social challenges, but hopefully not. And I just feel like it's like, yeah, social challenges wise, it's like no different from any other kid. It's just what they're making fun of you for. Right, yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. The difference. It's like, it's like, I just kind of went through my childhood being like, oh, you know, this yeah. is like where like, yeah, there are kids all over the third world they're um, suffering. But since it is a relatively simple surgery that's easy to do, there are a lot of great organizations that mm, yeah. go to these areas to perform these surgeries en masse. They'll like, show up in a village and be like, bring them out. Yeah, Just, like, totally. One after they literally another. wait in line yeah. to get the surgery. I, I don't yeah. know if you can speak to the experience of of your dad during all of this, but like, how long do you know how long it kind of took him to, to realize that everything was going to be okay? I mean, it, obviously it helps... Having your mom yeah. being, a, being a neonatal nurse. My parents are like highly enlightened beings who, you know, my mom's experience working in healthcare, like I don't think it took more than like 20 minutes. Like she <laughs> yeah. passed out on morphine and when she came back to, he was like over Sweet. it, okay, you know? Cool. Yeah. I think it was basically like the kid's not going to die. They don't care. Yeah. You Ooh, know, yeah. It, it never seemed like an issue. Everyone found my, like, I don't know if they're just humoring me, but everyone's like, God, you were the cutest baby. Because, like, funny-looking babies are kind of adorable, you know? <laughs> totally. I mean, babies are funny-looking yeah, in general. Yeah, exactly. So, so add, a little, like, add a little cleft palate yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. can yeah. we take a photo of the face that you just made? <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking about, do- like, how we how we breed dogs to like the cute, like the like the right. smaller, smushier oh the face, yeah. the cuter the dog, you know. But really, we're just maybe in some we're just breeding them to not be able to fucking reality. Breathe. I will be a commodity. Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> dude when, I, when I listen, face. when I when yeah. I listen to my dog breathe at night, yeah. and I'm like, because I, you know, I love everything about my dog. I have a French bulldog, and then I, and then I and then I when I hear him snore, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, <laughs> so sorry that I'm so we're, sorry we you were made this, this way. Like, people made you like yeah. this. <laughs> Have you had any have you years? Have you had speaking of complications, have you had any growing up? I had like I said, ear um infections all the time. So I had to keep having tubes put in. And Mm -hmm. I strongly I can tell now that my hearing is going to go probably faster than your average person. That and I love extremely loud rock music. So (laughs) that it might be a little bit column A, a little column B, but yeah, my hearing is not fantastic. What is, I, I, I had a friend who lived across the street from me, Brian, who, who would get tubes in his ears mm. and I've ne- I don't, what is that? I, I've never known what that actually is. They're essentially like a spacer that has like a hole in the middle of it and they jam it into your eustachian tube so it keeps it open God. so that the fluid can drain. That is that what's my... happening when your hearing uh, starts to go? Is that, I mean, one I of the just, things, I guess? I, I think I have like a buildup of scar tissue just from constant oh. infection. I, the tubes probably were a help to it. I just know that, and because my eustachian tubes are like, you know, so they should run kind of like straight down your neck, but like, People who cleft lips, they're a little bit more horizontal, which makes mm. them harder to drain. Right, gravity. Which leads towards more infection, which can over time lead to hearing problems. Fun and then. some kids are born with <coughs> deaf as well if it's extreme with cleft lips. Well, oh, I, wow. I, uh, I wish I had those tubes in my ears when I went f- on airplanes. Yeah. Because like, uh, oftentimes, uh, especially if I have any bit of like sinus shit going on. Oh my um, God, dude. My it's ears awful. on planes. You can't get them to pop? Oh, uh, yeah. When I was a kid, flying was a 
te- it was terrible. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. I was in like pain the whole time. So is I that what is that what that is like? Getting you your ears to pop equalize is... the pressure in oh. your eustachian tube. Man, how I, fucking I crazy our a... sinuses? I know, Dude, right? And like, and like all of that inner working within the face and the skull, like. The all just, just underneath the brain, like it's just so fucked. Like I went on a flight. Cavities. I took a yeah. flight once. I took a flight, and I was I had I had developed a sinus infection like the day before I flew, and it wasn't a short flight. It was like five hours or so, and uh, and I I when I started to come down. And the pressure was changing because it was almost like the sinus infection like actually kicked in while I was up in the air. Yeah. And then when we started to descend, I was like, oh, my God, my face. Oh, my God, my face. I landed, and I, I, I could barely see. I couldn't really hear anything. They picked me up. Like, my friend picked me up at the airport, Lauren Scruton, and I was like, mm. I was like, I'm in so much pain, I can't even speak to you. My face felt like 10 people were punching me in every piece of my face yeah. over and over yeah, again. Yeah, because, I, like, the I wonder- liquid in your face adjust to pressure like for reasons like you know hearing and stuff so then when it, if you can't regulate the pressure because of infection on planes it's just like oh my not god a good time. Really? are you guys, one of the most painful are you guys a had. fan of um of spicy foods oh, love yeah, it. yeah i fucking love yeah, it too yeah total spice and, and what do you, how do you guys feel about wasabi I love it. I hate wasabi. Okay, I don't like the taste okay. of wasabi, so I, not the burn. I love wasabi. I, f- I but I find wasabi is not spicy because I always use the ginger heat. with it. It definitely so, is a different. Well, here's it is so. a, it is a different heat. But what why I love wasabi so much is that it it's one of the most unique things you can put inside your mouth. Like like in terms of like what it the the sensations that it creates in your body. Like so you you take like a like a, you know, Carolina Reaper hot sauce. Fuck, that's going to like burn your, if, if yeah. you touch your lips, it's going to burn your lips. If it's on your tongue, it's going to burn your tongue. It's going to burn the inside of your mouth. It's going to burn your fucking like throat. It'll make your like, you know, your head feel hot. Maybe your ears will start burning, but it'll last forever, right? Mm-hmm. It'll last for like 15, 20, right. 30 minutes. Wasabi, Instant. you could take what, you could take a huge wad of wasabi, put it in your mouth. Don't say wad. A, a huge <laughs> Wad glob, gob, a gob, gob of wasabi, a gob, <laughs> and you put it on the say the tip of your tongue or the middle of your tongue, um, and it'll like it'll have this like kind of intense. It's sharp. Yeah. It's sharp. It's an intense burning sensation, but then it goes away very quickly, right? It's it's the it's the 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 speed at which it leaves your body. That intensity is very fast. But have you ever taken a piece of wasabi and jammed it up against your palate? Because that feeling is full body, yeah. fucking like grab onto your seat and just like, like it's like so intense. And I'm wondering, really? why are you doing that? Because it feels good. I mean, like it's it's it it's there's some sort of sensation that I really enjoy. Like yeah. it, like the same reasons why I love hot sauce, yeah. or like getting a tattoo, or getting a tattoo, or getting yeah. kicked in the nuts. Uh, like, um, uh, 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 no, it. Uh, or like having a lighter held to your ball sack. I, wait, oh, <laughs> wait a minute, guys. Escalated. Wow. Oh, like, hold on. Just like, like a couple inches underneath where like the heat slowly builds until you're like, ah, 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 it's hot, hot. <laughs> bringing but, your semen to a boil. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Way too far, Brian. Fuck me. But the reason I say that, the reason I bring that up is because if you, well, if you haven't actually noticed the next time you have wasabi, for sure, give it a shot. I like, I take the wasabi 
you know, on the sushi or whatever, but make sure it actually hits the roof of your mouth because it does this crazy thing to your sinuses where it's like instant clarity. It's like, yeah. boom, your sinuses oh, are fucking yeah, clear yeah, yeah, right yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder yeah, yeah, if you were going to go on a plane and you had uh, and you had yeah. like a sickness or whatever and you were all like bunged up in the in the face and you took some wasabi and just went right into the, the roof of your mouth. How long does it last? Well, like I a little bit. Well, I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. I don't want to be the weirdo on the plane. <clears throat> you're just like eating wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> you you're sitting on the plane. The guy next you to you just got a just green like, tube and you just you just you take your tray down. You take your tray down. And you just go. <laughs> and squirrel on there, you just you just go <laughs> with two two of your fingers and just go. <laughs> oh, for some of your seatmate, like hey, the man. whole landing process, awesome. like the whole twenty five minutes of landing, you're like every every thirty seconds. Oh, oh god! <laughs> my my favorite thing about this podcast. And probably most people's least favorite thing about it is the sound effects that happen on it. Every oh, time yeah. you guys make sound effects, I'm just like, really yes, yeah. the head of this one just got a little wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it's a thing. pretty fucking disgusting. Before we wrap it up, um, first question is, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you were hoping we would get into? Jeez. That's a good question. I don't know. I had like a list in my brain, but I think we pretty much hit all the points. I, I have a question that I like to ask people uh, near the end of the podcast sometimes. The, it's a two-parter. The first one is, what would you say your cleft lip and palate has taken away from you? Uh, well, I have a really silly voice, like a cartoon character. I kind of wonder what it would be like to live in a world where I didn't. You kind of sound like, um, do you ever watch Sticking Around? <laughs> no. You know, sticking around. Yeah, yeah, but I don't sound know like which the girl, Scradley. You know that girl? Oh, fuck! You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta right. watch sticking around. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't really. She drags the dead dog that, around. Yeah, I was I a little bit too old for uh, sticking around. I think. I think it was. I think it was. It came out like as I was getting out of that. Those kinds of shows. You guys were just getting into that. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, and like the one thing I wish. Like, you know, when you, like, see celebrities, you're like, man, I wish I had hair like that guy or whatever. It's like, I wish I had teeth. Like, you can't even right. see my top teeth. Like, when I see perfect teeth, I'm like, man. Mm. Or, like, sometimes I want grills. You yeah. know, like, I want gold <laughs> teeth. But I, they, I would be a waste of money. You'd never see them. I'd be like, hey. You got to get the bottom grill. Yeah. You just need a bottom I've seen grill. that. Like, I saw Moonlight big. the other night. And, like, the yeah. guy had the gold grill with the, the, the like, rhinestones on it. Dude, Thinking great about film. It. Yeah, great film. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. Se- the second part of that question is what has your cleft, uh, uh, cleft lip and palate given you? Um... Well, I mean, I want to say something about, like, unique clarity on, like, the plight of humanity, but this kind of goes back to your dating questions. This is why my mom can't listen to this podcast. Um, earmuffs, mom. Earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs, mom. Uh, according to some of my gentleman friends, my odd-shaped mouth is, like, quite a fun and rewarding experience. Um, I have received this. That was my uh, favorite notes. answer to that question. <laughs> That like, is I hands know down the best one. It's not super deep, but like, oh, man, no. well, it could be super or deep. Is it yeah. super deep? <laughs> it could be super deep. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, oh, yeah. Brian, no. Now you're doing the sound effect. Uh, so, that was not my sound effect. Again, that comes, that comes back to the thing that I was uh, <laughs> saying like 10 or 15 minutes ago. And that's, that's like the fact that it doesn't have to be. <laughs> 
doesn't have to have that much impact on yeah. your life. And it's, and it's great that it doesn't. Because I think it's really different when you're born with something because it's just like, well, I, I mean, I wish I had a better perspective on what it wasn't like because then I would have a perspective of yeah. what I actually However, and, and in saying that, I also feel like there are certainly people who have who have the gone through the similar experience that you have and have had a, a much tougher, yeah, uh, much more challenging time with it, and that's okay. Like that, it it everybody's experience is unique. I think when you go through this kind of stuff, especially as a kid, is like you gotta laugh about it, right? Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. kind of a sense of humor about it. Yeah, you know, of course, there's bad times, but for the most part, it's just like this is my life, you know, and like mm-hmm. you know, I was. Odd shaped mouth, and there are certainly some perks. Apparently, Ooh, apparently, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> this was uh, this was one of those really fun conversations. That yeah, was very awesome. Fun. Yeah, I get to go to those light places. Yeah, and... no sob stories here. Sorry, That's guys. Right. No, it's great. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> Fucking love it. That's how I live for these. Um, well, thanks for coming in, Emily. Thanks for chatting with thanks us. Thanks so much for having it was me. Really fun. Really You're totally the type of person that would would jam well with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and hey, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, means a lot. We'll be back next week with another fun and fascinating episode. Um, but before then, take a second, if you haven't already, head over to iTunes, uh, subscribe for sure, and then leave us a rating and a review because it keeps us on the iTunes charts and everybody can see what we're up to and we want everyone to know who we are. <laughs> and if it feels like you've heard this a bunch of times, then don't just ignore the words that are coming What's really funny is I love the people that like they'll leave a review and be like, well, I've been listening for a year and a half and finally gave in. It's like, just just, fuck, just go fucking do it if you haven't. Uh, it literally takes two minutes. Because it actually makes, uh, it makes a big difference for us. You know, it's like, uh, it's like our Yelp review. If we were a restaurant <laughs> and you loved that restaurant, definitely hook the restaurant up and leave them a good review on Yelp so that more people will go. Because if not, they might go out of business. That's right. That's right. We, we, we may not exist if you don't do it. The other thing is uh, we're on Patreon and that is actually even more important uh, because financially we can't support ourselves. <laughs> so uh, your money uh, really helps us keep this actually going. This trip to Toronto, this conversation with Emily wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for our patrons. So we appreciate that so much. And if you were going to prioritize one thing right now, it'd be definitely donating to Patreon. But if, if you can't run out, at least share it and then go and do that review thing because that's, right. that's super important uh www.patreon.com slash sick boy and we are on facebook we're on itunes instagram uh twitter and what's up today we got another uh well you know i'm always uh, monitoring our uh, our popularity emerging in different cultures and countries uh poland is actually one of the uh, countries that we're uh, emerging in and our listenership is really uh Dude, is really bulging it's, it's booming there. over it's there it's booming and bulging so yeah, uh, big old wads of it uh, and yeah there's wads of there's wads of polish people tuning in so because <laughs> of this emerging uh polish listenership We've taken up uh, a uh, social profile on the social media website in Poland called Naza Klasapla, and um, we are really it's 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 mm. primarily used for uh, schools, students, and alumni. Um, and because Brian did a year abroad in Poland, he's technically a part of this, so we were able to Proceed. piggyback on that and. Uh, develop this uh, this fan base in Poland. So yeah. we thank Brian for that. He's a big so, part of that. So uh, if you're in Poland or you're just passing through, make sure you go on over to Naza Blas. And, um, and that's it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.